Insider. This is another thing that a lot of investors are unaware of. There's got to be an easier way. With Jim Netsky. It's achievable for anyone. It doesn't cost anything to set up a business. Because there are many great ideas out there, but it's the people that make ideas happen. Because once you unlock this formula, you, there's no reason to stop. Yeah. You just get better and better at it. You just make so much money out of it. Welcome to Accounting Insider. I'm Andrew Montessi with Kim Nitschke. And Kim, we're talking about networking, a topic that we've discussed on varying levels across a number of episodes because it is so important. But we want to go to a deeper level. Why? Well, I think this is a bit of a mantra for me in 2018. Um, It's... It's, it's blowing the old relationships back a bit, the ones that are going nowhere and getting a bit stale, and it's bringing in all the fresh ones and taking them to another level. And we're going to touch on this, but um, it, what, what I'm learning is that, you know, I, I've been catching up with mates for like five, ten years just out of almost obligation. And, you know, I was like when you're on the – I always take stock at the beginning of the year and sit down on the beach and just Tumby Bay, just sitting there, feet in the water, just either walking or just relaxing and just reflecting on what do I want to do this year? What do I want to? What, what did I do last year that worked well? What do I want to do this year? And, and like referrals from centres of influence, people who respect you or are heavy hitters in their space are just absolute gold. And when they come through the door. The, the people that they're going to refer to you are always like-minded people who know you, who've been given a good story mm. about you, who know what you charge, who know what you do, and it's just easy taking them on board mm. as customers. You know, they're all, almost already prepped when you speak to them. So I want to cultivate those sorts mm. of referrals, mm. and that's where this is all heading. Yeah. I think a lot of people see networking as like an exchange of business cards and it's all – it's so much more than that. Yeah. That's – I mean, I don't give out business cards anymore. I'm embarrassed. If you need a business card, it's like a phone number these days. Mm. You know, blokes don't mind. Can, hey, can I have your number? Mm. You know, I did that the other night at cricket training. It's great. The guy's an environmental engineer. Mm. I need him to write an environmental report for a service station. Mm. You know, and then next morning he's texting me about something else. Mm. But but that's where it starts. And mm. you know, it's like when you're dating a girl. You know, <laughs> you you're just friendly to them, and you're trying to promote conversation. And then it just quickly it all all escalates, and you know whether you know you're like-minded or not. But so for me, you know, I've got a couple of stories that I want to share. Um, so I've got plenty of mates and. I'd love to get their accounting work, but we always catch up and have coffee, but it never happens. Mm. So, you know, for me this year, um, I still want to be mates with them and, and catch up, but I, I'm going to wait for them to do it now. That's the change that I'm going to make this year. But there are other people out there that I don't know as well, and, and this is a great example. Like, so... Um, you know, my drive day last year, there was a financial planner on the on, on the drive. And he might have left early, but and, and we hardly even spoke to each other. But when I got back, he'd watched all my YouTube videos, he'd started subscribing to my podcast, and he sent me a message on LinkedIn. And no, it was on instant messenger, I think. And so I rang him up and he said, 
yeah, you know, love all your content that you're putting out. It's a pity we didn't have to catch up on the drive day, but, um, you know, let's collaborate. And next time I come to the city, um, let's hook up. But I didn't hear from him. And he sort of said in that catch up that we're going to catch up every month. But And then I spoke to another friend of mine. He said, you, you know, you should catch up with him because he's, he's doing such a great job in his space that he's operating the country as a financial planner. And so I just rang him out of the blue the other day and he's killing it. And he so now what's going to happen out of that relationship? You know, we, both times we probably spoke 45 minutes on the phone. I'm going to regularly visit down there. right? So I fly down. My friends at Carlin and Gazard give me a car at the airport. Um, then we'll go and have lunch and we'll just talk about life and do stuff and hopefully we'll go surfing together because he loves surfing so we've got a common interest and then he said to me that you know we can start cross-referring and you know so that's a really good relationship that I've got heaps in common with him and I'd love to take to the next level you know that is one example of where I want to invest more time and energy this year into catching up with people like that as opposed to those old friendships where they're going nowhere yeah you just got to be real, don't you? You just got to yeah. be real and go, like, I know so many people who do it as well. They invest so much into a relationship, and whether it's a business relationship or even a personal relationship. Yeah. People just invest so much into it and there's just no return. And no. it comes to a point where you can get tired, bitter, angry. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. And from do a business that. perspective, you absolutely no return. No. And then, like, this is a funny story, but um, I've got another friend from down there who I, I go motorbike riding with. I've been on three trips away with him. Great mate. And we work on a file, one of his family companies. And he mentioned to me at one point that he really liked my watch. And I didn't really think anything of it. And then I had that light bulb moment, you know, four o'clock in the morning when you wake up and you think, oh, that spare watch that I've got that's exactly the same as the watch that I'm wearing, you know, it's no good sitting in my drawer in my room. Mm. I'm going to give it to him. (laughs) This sounds weird, right? No. Um, So he was – I couldn't ring him up and say, hey, mate, you know, next time you're coming to Adelaide, can you drop in? I've got a watch for you. So – he rang me about something else and he said, can we catch up for coffee? And I said, oh, yeah, love to. And then so we, we were going to have a coffee on one day that he was in the city and then I said to him, oh, look. No, he, he rang me and said, look, I'm really tight for time. I said, I've actually got something I want to give you. Can you drop in? Like, so he's like, absolutely. He didn't know what the hell it was. And so he came into the office and I gave it to him and he was so touched by it. But in actual fact, he'd actually he'd forgotten that he'd given me a case of wine like Christmas yeah. Two, a year ago, and I hadn't actually given him any, you know, I just thought, oh, well, that's because he likes me as his accountant or whatever. But, you know, it meant so much to him. And I traced all this back recently when I, because what he actually did was he rang one of his mates, like his best friend, who also was on the motorbike ride, and he had a primary producing company. And we'd spoken a number of occasions about me doing some work for him and who his accountant was and all of that. And he'd said, no, 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 I don't want you to do it because this other guy's doing it. And anyway, I said, that's cool. And I wasn't being pushy or anything. Mm. But as a result of that watch, he encouraged that guy to contact me and I got his mate as a customer. Mm. Do, do you see? Yeah. 
Like it's so hard to build a marketing plan around that. that you know, but it, it, it just is from that's the relational aspect of all of this. Yeah. So for me, taking note of what that guy liked, and he was on the same plane as me, liked stuff I liked, and then me going out of my way, and it was a bit weird because not many blokes give other blokes watches. <laughs> and it wasn't a really expensive watch. It was just a watch that I liked, and I, yeah. I, I didn't think it was going to go forever. That's why I had a backup. But I thought rather than have the backup, Let's just go out there and yeah. give it to him and see how it goes. And I didn't expect anything in return. Mm. And then lo and behold, that new one came in and I thought, that's weird that he'd ring me because I haven't spoken to him for – and then I traced it back and I thought, no, nah, mm. this guy's put in a really good word for me. Mm. And away it went. And the other situation looking back is I had a mentor and I used to catch up with him on a regular basis mm. and he was so free with his time like it was in – it was to the point where it was almost embarrassing. We'd catch up. We'd sit in the park. We'd have lunch together and we'd just talk. And I'd tell him about all the problems I was going through. And he'd just go through them one by one and solve them for me. Which <laughs> is great. And they were like from money to girls to work to property to cars to everything. It was like, you know what, all that stuff that you want to talk to your dad about, but you're worried about opening up with him because you think he might think of you as like lesser of who you are. Mm. But when you've got that person who's once removed, mm. you can actually be honest with them. And when mm. you've got that relationship, you can just pour your whole, you know, all your thoughts out, mm. good and bad. And so that was where we were at. And anyway, I didn't ever know what I could give him, but I found out when his birthday was and I used to just give him, I'd write him a card and I'd give him a $200 voucher to the open book, no, to Kurong, mm. the bookshop. And that's all I'd do every year. And like he would absolutely love it because mm. his birthday was near Christmas. He had it marked in his diary when he'd take the voucher in and all the books were on half price at this bookshop. And he'd clean the place and out. And he'd clean the place out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I moved on from giving him the bookshop. I think I'd give him the bookshop and I'd give him another 200 voucher to Adelaide's most expensive restaurant, McGill Estate. And half the time he'd invite me to have it with him. And if, it was, if the, the voucher was short, he'd pick up the tab because he was much more wealthy than me. But... The, the next thing that happened was uh, he invited me to be best man at his wedding. Wow. But looking back again, it was because when you have a birthday, who gives you a present? Like mm. your inner sanctum of friends, don't yeah. they? And maybe it's not appropriate in all the business circumstances because I don't give it to all my mates mm. who are business customers, but it's just a reflection of the fact that that relationship was that next level. Mm. And we sort of drifted apart with kids and everything, but we've hooked up again and we catch up every quarter now for lunch. Because mm. he actually said to me, he said, you know what, Kim, life's so busy. He said, if you don't go out of your way, this is his exact words to me, to keep in touch with the friends that you're really close to, you just grow apart. Mm. And he said, I want us to have a regular lunch. Mm. I said, done. That's awesome. So we, we do, and, and I love it. And often we don't, we just talk, you know, we just mm. There's not a lot of new conversations that come up, but um, the ones that do are just gold. And so anyway, this year I'm just super perceptive now on anyone who reaches out to me that I think, wow, that person is in a tremendous situation. Like, for example, one of the top banks, one of the big four banks, the guy in private banking there who I've known, who's a friend of a friend, but he's reached out to me on one occasion and said, hey, you've got heaps of clients who are mutual clients with me. 
Let's hook up. And we have. And like the first meeting's awkward. <laughs> and then, but now I'm going out of my way. Like, so I'm going snowboarding two weeks. I'm, I rang him up and I don't even know him. And I said, look, come away from, with me for a week. <laughs> it probably freaked him out. <laughs> he said no, but at least he knows yeah. that the invitation was there and that this guy thinks I'm yeah. great and that he's gone out of his way to think about me and invite me along mm. something that I'd like doing. It's that well-known psychology that you're talking about as well where if you give something to someone or you offer something to someone, um, there's, you, have, you have that feeling of obligation to return back. and give back. And tapping into that is huge. So what I was going to ask you is how, just to distill it a little bit more for the punter listening who might want a hand in this space as well, what are some of the key points that you look at in terms of deciding who you're going to invest in? Because it is an investment. Well, so limited time, 40 hours a week max. So it's critical on who you choose. And they have to be heavy hitters in the space that they're operating in and have some sort of leadership influence and be an influencer in a circle that I want to specialise in. So with the banker, for example, um, he specialises in high net worth clients. So that's gold for me. And, and you know, I... As soon as I reached out to him, we caught up. Um, his friend came back and said, "Oh, look, I heard you caught, caught up with that." And then he gave me a, another level of how amazing his customers were. And I thought, "Oh my god, I've got to get back to him, thank him for the catch up, and and just you know, go out of my way to look like I'm really keen to take the relationship, even though I'm sort of semi-exposed in doing it." Um, I'm finding that that is really important. Um, other people, so that all these people that I'm hooking up with are in spaces that I want to penetrate myself into from a business point of view. So um, if it was someone who was um, totally unrelated and lived on the other side of the planet and uh, was a funny guy but the relationship was probably going to be limited in its growth, then I probably wouldn't pursue that. Mm. Or if I didn't like the person or I thought that they had a bad reputation or if I thought that they'd done, they'd ripped off someone or whatever, then I wouldn't even take it to the next mm. level because I'm thinking, well, if, you know, a leopard doesn't change its spots, if they've done that or they've got a bad rap, they're not going to change for me. So, and, and you know, they're usually going to be my age and um, similar like thought leader. Um, yeah, you know, I think if you get as many of those sorts of commonalities in place, then your relationship's going to have a much more strong basis to grow. And ultimately, like we, we spend so much time or most of our time focused on work. Yeah. You want to be hanging out with people who you actually like. Yeah. The thing that I think everyone underestimates is this is a long game. Mm. You know, we're going to be in our careers for the next 20 years. Why not assimilate with people that you like, that are trustworthy, honest, that are heavy hitters, that are going to be at the top of their game when you're reaching the top of yours? You know, let's not spend time trying to small, talk small talk with fools, you know, like the people that you, you, you think that, um, you know, they're in that position because of the last man standing sort of thing. You know, they haven't got the credibility or the panace to be able to, um, you know, really succeed in that space that they're operating. Panace, that's mm. going to be my word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been listening to Accounting Insider. Make sure you connect with Kim. Just reach out, send him an email, 
kim at nitschkinancaro.com.au. All of the contact details, all of the links are in the description of this episode. Just open up your little device right now, tap on the headline, open it up. You'll see the description that I've written so creatively and then you will see all of the links. So make sure you hit Kim up. Check out the website, accountinginsider.net. Thanks for listening. The Accounting Insider. This is another thing that a lot of investors are unaware of. There's got to be an easier way. With Kim Metzke. It's achievable for anyone. It doesn't cost anything to set up a business. Because there are many great ideas out there, but it's the people that make ideas happen. Because once you unlock this formula, there's no reason to stop. You just get better and better at it. You just make so much money out of it.